The Doctrine and Devotion Southwest Conference is going down Saturday, March 21st in 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas. This one-day microconference is called Contending for the Gospel, Protecting Orthodoxy, and Promoting Unity. If you care about the health of the local church and the fellowship of the saints, this is a conference for you. So head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I am going to start muting you. Yeah, you like, you like, let's do the music live. And I'm yeah, like, I can just sing I, over I, the music. I know, I'm going to start like to, it. I'm going to mute you on the front end and yeah, back end. Because last episode, you talked yeah, at the back end. So yeah. I am going to it's fun. Uh, mute you. I like this new piece of equipment we got. It's, it's fun. It's really good. Yeah. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good time. Still trying to learn it. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. It'll take us six months. Six months. Give us six months. So, um, are you ready? Uh, you getting your... For, for the birthday? Getting your, for, for Michelle's birthday? For singing karaoke. You're going to go sing karaoke. Oh, I am not singing. You're Actually, singing karaoke. Well, you know what? If you're she probably, makes me, yeah, I probably you're will. Yeah, go sing karaoke. Yeah. yeah. So, this is dropping on a Monday. Mm-hmm. By now, the karaoke is over. Yep. It's done. My wife's birthday is on Saturday. So, going downtown yeah. with a group of friends. Not me. Was not invited. <clears throat> would you go to karaoke? I would love to be invited to karaoke. Yes, thank you very much. I, that wasn't the question. Yeah. Would you have gone? If you would have thought to invite me, you know. Would you have, have gone? I don't know because I wasn't invited. I don't know how would that, you that have would have gone. That would have had an impact on me. That could have mm. like produced mm. a, a, you know, maybe. You would not have gone. Maybe, maybe I would be no, you so thrilled that you thought of me. You would never have gone. invite me to go to sing karaoke. No, see, I, 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 I wanted my wife's, you know, birthday mm-hmm. to be enjoyable. Yeah. And we did not want to invite Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. My wife always says, every party needs a pooper. That's why people invite you, Joe. Oh, so yeah. Birthday Saturday, going downtown with some friends. Going to enjoy it. So, um, what are we talking about today? Oh, we're going to talk about the church today, aren't we? We're going to get oh, into chapter yeah. 26. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, continuing chapter 26. Yeah. We're in paragraph three here. Bring that up. You want me to read it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, here we go. 26, three. Talk about ecclesiology. Yep, here we go. The purest churches under heaven are subject to mixture and error, and some have so degenerated as to become no churches of Christ, but synagogues of Satan. Nevertheless, Christ always has had and ever shall have a kingdom in this world, to the end thereof, of such as believe in him and make profession of his name. Very good. Very mm. good. So, um, were you saying very good reading? Well, you said degenerated. And uh, when I was reading it, I, I thought it said denigrated. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, he messed up. Oh, he didn't mess I, it up. No, oh, I did I'm not mess it. that up, Joe. I'm reading it in my head wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff on the church, on, on ecclesiology. And um, listen, it's, it's a little, I think most of our listeners aren't going to have a problem with this. But one of the things that's implied here at the beginning of this paragraph is that some churches are actually better than other churches. What? Some churches are purer. Some churches Ooh. are less pure. Like <clears throat> like some some churches stop at Acts 28. And oh, then yes. other churches go the next level. They go to Acts 29. To Acts 29. That's what they do. That's how much better they are. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, it says the purest churches under heaven. So that means that there are varying degrees of purity yeah. of churches. And this, you know, this, this shouldn't be a 
a problem. There are degrees of health in any oh. church. I mean, you know, there are some churches are led by tyrants who neglect and abuse the congregation and others by godly men. We yeah. all agree with that. So there are ver- therefore are varying degrees of health. Yeah. I mean, some churches have dangerous theology. Mm-hmm. Others have biblical life-giving theology. So yeah. right there, that's implying degrees of health when it comes to doctrine. Some churches encourage their people to go to the doctrine and devotion conference. Mm. And, and other, th- th- those churches are healthy. They, that, that cream always rises to the top. Yeah. The cream, cream of the crop, cream, isn't it, what is cream of the crop? Cream of the crop? Yeah, because you said creamy at the top, but I've always heard yeah. the expression cream uh-uh. of the crop. No, what? And then it makes me think of cor- cream corn, which is gross. No, see, I'm thinking uh, the cream always rises to the top, yeah. right? But like cream of when the you're crop. churning butter, cream, yeah. Yeah. the best part What's is at cream, the top. What's about cream of the crop? I've never heard of that. All right, I'm going to Google it right now. I've never heard cream of the crop. I've heard like, best of the crop. Check, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, what? No, yes, it is. Cream <laughs> of the crop. See, we're not, we're city boys. <laughs> we don't know the cream all right, look at this. I've never heard that. So the idiom, cream of the crop, refers to the best part of a batch. The expression is several centuries old and is related in meaning, if not etymologically, to expressions like cream or creme, creme de la creme, meaning mm-hmm. the, the best of the best. In several European languages, cream is used to mean the most excellent part. There we go. There we go. Good there to be you. right again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more you usual. know. So, um, yeah, not controversial, but I think some people, I mean, people are, are like trying to be, I think, overly generous at times. Like, well, everybody does it their own way and everybody's okay. Can't judge. Everybody's got just your opinion. It's like, no, some churches are healthier than other churches. Okay. Let's agree with that. Yeah. But the point here is that even the best churches have problems. Ooh, yeah. It, 1689 says the purest churches under heaven are subject to mixture mm. and error. So that means there is yep. no perfect church this side of heaven. That's right. It doesn't matter. Like your favorite church. It's not perfect. No. Yeah, you, it's your favorite until you, they're there for a couple of years. And then you realize how jacked up it is. Yeah. Like I, I, I've known people. Okay, so um, I'm not, I'm not going to mention any names. Oh, oh, here but, we go. Um, but I, there was a woman here, a member here, mm. and single woman. Mm-hmm. And she moved to go to a church that she was a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't don't the, tell us the name of the I, church. I'm not going to tell you the name of the church because honestly, I don't know it. Yeah, but, sounds like. Oh, I can't say that. But you, you know how some pastors have a plat form <laughs> no they have a plat form mm-hmm. that you know yes yes yeah. yes, well, yes. You know, this guy would have a plat form mm-hmm. of some, of some mm-hmm. sort you know and he's, he's a good guy he's a godly guy he's a great preacher he loves missions he's very big on on very missions, much on and missions. So his plat form <laughs> is expansive and so like some people will go and they're like oh i love this ministry i want to go be a part of it and that's great mm. you know we bless her go do your thing but then, you know, sometimes you go and you do that, and it didn't happen in this case, I don't think, but sometimes you, you make that sort of a call and you have an idea. You, you set this up that this individual went to this church and then called you and said, I miss Redeemer. That's the way you just set that oh, up. Oh, she definitely that. misses Redeemer. Yeah, she was just here like a couple weeks ago. Oh, so she, she said it? I, th- mm. I think she said it, yeah. Yeah, hmm. I think so. I, I don't know why hey, you're. Why hey, Kelly, are you restrained Kelly, right now? Kelly, come on in and, and tell Jimmy that you miss Redeemer and that Redeemer is the best church. No, but why, why are you so restrained right I'm now? I'm not restrained. You are like you're afraid that this person it, with a platform is going to come at you. Okay, that they're not going to pray real. for you like they pray for Trump. Let's get real. Um, I do dumb things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I ever scared? I've not seen you no. scared. I, will, I do dumb things. I will say that. I, I'm, not, never I'm not afraid of people. But um, yeah, sometimes I should be scared. Sometimes I should be. So I'm just saying, the point is, is that like, you know, like you come to a new church, like this is great. It's the best church ever. Yeah. And then all, all two years in, you're like, oh, these people are sinners, man. Man, look, it's all messed up. Why don't they, why do they do it this way? Why, why won't they do it this way? Why don't they just listen to me? Yeah. 
right? So it's, the best churches do have some correct. Some and like you said, there's no perfect church this side of heaven. I mean, you said that. Well, yeah, but we also want to contrast that, like contrast the confession that we're you know reading right now right. with the Roman Catholic view of papal infallibility or papal infallibility. Yeah, yeah, papal or papal, papal. Papalapa. You know what I'll tell you? Um, it's it's interesting because, you know... Um, like, I grew up Catholic. Yeah. I don't think you did. No. No, you grew up Satanist. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that so is, It's I, kind Roman, of the same thing, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Roman Catholic, Satanist. Uh, yeah, yeah. They definitely push that on us. Yeah, not only papal infallibility, but mm. tradition and, you know, what degree to which you can have... Mm. Um, when the Pope a, speaks ex cathedra. Right, when you speak from the chair, it's perfect. Mm. It's perfect. And uh, it, it's it's a dangerous kind of a place. Every church has issues, which means your church has issues, listener. Oh. Your church has issues. Oh, yeah, you need to hear this. Tell them again, Joe. Your church has issues. Good. And... Redeemer has issues. Every church has issues and weaknesses mm. and problems because it doesn't matter how um, how long you've been at it um, or how new and fresh you are that uh, because it is populated and organized by sinful human beings, there's yeah. going to be corruption in various ways in the church. But Jimmy, how? what are some of the ways in which uh, even a healthy church can err? Like maybe you've got a good church, you know, you're preaching the Bible, doing all that stuff. What are some common ways that you've seen you know, otherwise good churches air and there's, whether there's a mixture or there is a, a problem. Yeah. I mean, I think where, where I've experienced it, uh, has been, um, controlling leadership, you know, controlling, yep, they, they might control. have good doctrine. They might have uh, good, they've got great people. Um, but leadership tries to have this stronghold upon the congregation. Yeah. And I think that, um, a lot sometimes that even comes from a place of like I care about the church I want it to be run well yep, you yep. know and it's like they get overly controlling um it, it related to that we've seen church discipline go really bad yeah you know yeah, yeah. so it's just because it, maybe it's not practiced enough or it's awkward and you don't know what to do um cases of counseling we've seen churches that seem to be uh, healthy in many ways and then when it comes to the issue of like how do you address uh, an accusation of abuse in the church yeah and you yeah. seem like wow well, all of a sudden, it's like they don't know what they're doing, and they're they're creating more problems than they are helping. And then there are you know very smaller issues than those. I mean, but um, yeah, I can. There's a bunch of different ways that I think it. I think it oftentimes comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I when I'm thinking about Baptist churches, how do how do your average Baptist churches air? One of the ways seems to be that uh, many of them tend to lean into the political side of things um, a little oh. more quickly than theological issues. Mm. So I'm not saying. Mm. So like, but what is that lit? Is that lit freedom ring Sunday or something like that? What did that do? <laughs> they do? I, I don't know. Yeah, we, we we talked about it on air. Like they, oh, that one with the fireworks, the flag and the fireworks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What's worse? What's worse? That or the guy that's preaching at the SBC Pastors Conference who has stormtroopers doing hip hop dances on stage on Sunday morning? Which one's worse? Which one's worse? One's Worshipping America. <laughs> I mean, That's better then, than worshipping Star Wars. Because America's no, Christian. No, 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 no. America's, no, 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 no. One's cheesy. Oh. One's cheesy. One's idolatry. Oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I think I, there might be some Star Wars idolaters out there, too. Yeah, um, some, 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 some crazy stuff. All right, so um, when you're looking at this confession, and we're saying, okay, so even the best churches will have problems. And um, it also, I think, indicates that there are some churches, quote-unquote, that are not churches at all, mm. right? It says, and some have so denigrated, degenerated. Degenerated. See, I I, and I, I even, said the thing. I even taught you how to say it. You taught me how to say it. I even taught I you how to say it. I talked about how you taught me how to say it, and, and I then still you said still it wrong. messed it I, up. I pulled a fofo. 
No, you no, oh, no. Yeah. You pulled a McCoy. You are, you pulled a McCoy. All right. Way to go. Hey, remind me at the end to talk about the fact that Steve updated the stock in the store. Oh, and how your books are available and cheaper than going to Amazon. Amazon so if they just Amazon. go to com or jofostore.com, yeah. uh, they can grab your books cheaper than going to Amazon. It, basically, the only and way... And they're handpicked by Steve McCoy. The only way you can get these books cheaper is if you get them free. That's how cheap they are. That, okay. That, yeah. so, um, so some churches are not churches at all, right? Some have so degenerated as to become no churches of Christ, but synagogues of Satan, pulling from the Gospels there. Um, so churches can fall away. Right, professing Christians fall yeah. away. We know that. We see that. We see people. We've experienced it. Yep, yep. absolutely. Um, but so do churches. So do denominations. Yeah. Hashtag downgrade. That's. <laughs> Why? What? I'm trying to put those, those drama mamas what? in the rear view, what? and you're bringing it up. No, you know what? When I got the notes, I totally wrote them in. Look, I wrote it. Hashtag downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Joe's gonna love that. Uh, if you don't know what Jimmy's talking about, then you are blessed. Yeah. Um, so, anyways. Um, you know, churches can start off great yeah. and then drift over time. You know, it's like uh, just because you start off solid and you got a, you know, a good start, a good mm-hmm. beginning, you've got a good name, no guarantee. Yeah, yeah, it's like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. How, what does that mean? You might start off really good and fast. Yeah. And then like, you know, you drift and fall asleep. You take a nap. And the, but it's the faithful one that's plugging away, grinding it out. So you're, gonna, you're, you're, you're saying the tortoise is the virtuous one? Yeah. The tortoise is high as a kite. That's why he's so slow. <gasps> what? Tortoise is poking the whole time. That's the whole thing. That's it's the a, whole. That's that's the that's the point. Legal in uh, Illinois. Oh, I know. I've got a bunch of tortoises in Illinois now, smoking that weed. All right. Um, so, like, you know, you can be Baptist, Presbyterian, Orthodox, whatever. Those are good labels. Like, yeah, it's but, fine. But, but they, they can be misused. Yeah. They can be, especially when people start to say, "My denomination is the one that hears from the Lord, not." The others. Yeah, right. It's, it's like every denomination is jacked, right? We like the PCA. Um, mm-hmm. And if I talk to like the healthiest churches in the PCA, they're, they're the first ones to go, yeah, we got some problems in the PCA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they're like, honest. Yeah. And like we're a part of the SBC. Uh, there's some problems there. Oh, uh, we're, we're part of A29. Oh, my God. There's some problems got there. Some problems there. there. There's problems everywhere. And so I feel like we're the common denominator. Are we the problem? We might be. I thought we were the. I thought we were the. What would you think we were? I want to hear what you thought. I thought we were the black and tan hope. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I thought we were the or you, brown and tan. Yeah, know. you really thought that we were the ones that were gonna. Yeah, I don't know. So um, here, here's the thing: it, it, some churches are not churches at all, right? They they have so yeah. left orthodoxy that they you really can't recognize them as a church. Now, how do you do that, right? How do you get to the place where you could make that call? Right, and I know that you no, know, we're not supposed to judge. Well, we are supposed to assess. We are supposed to judge mm. righteously and yep. fairly. Yep. So, what do we look at, Jimmy, when we're saying like, "Well, I'm going to have to evaluate that church." Somebody says, "Hey, what do you know about that church right there?" Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I can't like, okay, well, I know they're United Methodist. So, my kid, we just saw there's a new church in town, and my kids were like, "What? What's that church?" And I said, ah, "I looked it up," and I said, "What do you know about it?" I go, "I think it's Methodist. Um, it's a uh, it's female pastors and female um, support." No, no males there uh, in leadership at all, uh, but that's all I know. I don't know what their doctrine is, and so they're mm-hmm. like, "Would you go there?" And I'm like, "No, because Methodists, you know, it's not the kind of thing." But what? So, what specifically do you look at in order to make the assessment of whether a church is going to be healthy or not? Well, like you said, I, I would look at the doctrine and the teaching of the church, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be looking at their faith, uh, their statement of faith. Mm-hmm. I'd be looking at their constitution. I'd be looking uh, whatever is available for me to get a yep. better understanding about what they believe, and how they operate. Right. And I would say with that, we could look at their practice, their piety. Yep. Like, you know, what do, how, what do they 
utilize the means of grace? Mm-hmm. Um, how do they talk about godliness or, or holiness, um, worldliness? And you mentioned the you know, dot with a constitution. Yeah. Um, so with that, we should probably look at leadership, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, how are they structured? Who's doing what? And what is the reputation of those leaders? And then you can start to get a sense of like, oh, okay. And you know, it's, this is who they are. Right. Right. So this is what they're about. You know, some some churches are all about um, you know evangelism, and some churches are all about discipleship. Mm-hmm. And I think healthy churches do a, a blend of both. But the healthiest churches are first and foremost all about the Word of God, Jimmy. Oh, absolutely, Joe. And you know what? What those churches that are all about the Word of God, mm-hmm. they're going to be all about the gold standard among the word for word translations. <laughs> Talking about the NASB, baby. Yes, I am. And Zondervan is honored to continue its long-standing relationship with the Lockman Foundation in publishing the New American Standard mm-hmm. Bible. Now, you guys know that they're uh, releasing all these new Bibles this month. We are so honored that mm. uh, NASB is uh, sponsoring the podcast. Well, Thanks, one, y'all. One of the most anticipated Bibles that's coming out this month, Jimmy has this. I already have it. It is fantastic. It's the NASB Single Column Reference Bible. I love it. But Jimmy calls it the reference Bible. It's funny. Reference? You call it reference. Yeah, you can't say reference. It's I funny. said, oh, I yeah, would so call anyway. it. No. No, you call it reference. It's okay. Now, listen. Reference. No, yeah, see? No detail was overlooked when crafting this beautiful Bible for students of God's Word. And for those wanting a premium Bible that will last, check out this Bible mm. in Zondervan Premier Collection, which is that goatskin. Yeah. Like Thank you, baggage. Zondervan. That was very, very kind of you. So great. Jimmy, if they want to see what these Bibles are, where they're available, how they can get them, where do they go? Yeah, you want to go ahead and head on over to NASB1995.com. Love it. Love it. Okay, so we're looking at this, uh, you know, chapter 26, paragraph 3. Some churches are going to be healthier than others. Some are more pure, some are less pure. Even the best churches, though, do have problems. Some churches are no churches at all. And then we get to this last part, and what we see here is essentially the idea that there's always going to be the church in the world. No matter how bad it gets, no matter what happens, the church will continue. Yeah. 689 says, nevertheless, Christ always has had and ever shall have a kingdom in this world to the end thereof of such as believe in him and make profession of his name. Reference. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) so Christ church, like it's, you know, I get this. It's weird. When I hear some Christians talk about the world and the danger of the world and the influence of the world, I get that there are dangers and influences because we're talking about how some churches can be influenced and corrupted yeah. and made less pure. Yeah. Hashtag downgrade. But you almost, get the, you almost get the feeling like they don't believe that God is going to preserve his church. That so, God is sovereign, that he is strong, that he is on the throne, that he prevails, that he is victorious. I know. Did that you he holds a- all under his... His so, feet, yes. Yeah. Somebody's been reading their reference Bible. Oh, Man, that's all I know. <laughs> My reference Bible is amazing. <laughs> so, Jimmy, like Jesus says this thing, right? Um, in Matthew 16. Just this 15. thing. He says, he says this thing Just about this it. thing. He says, uh, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, right? And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's so metal. Yeah. I like yeah. that. So, it, it's, it's, so it's old Tolkien. Yeah. You shall not pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah except, you know. But Jesus. But a little bit more manly than Ian McKellen, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Nothing. All right. So, um, so really, like what we're saying here is that the visible church is sometimes not so visible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the invisible church is sometimes very visible uh, in local congregations. Sometimes not so much. It's um, it just kind of depends on on the era, the health, what's going on. You know, during the dark ages, you know, the healthy visible churches were 
hard to be found, I think, uh, yeah, by and large. Yeah. Um, but Christ Church always remains. And what we read here is that it is essentially made up of, it's another way of saying it here, uh, made up of those who believe and profess, right? Yeah. Such as believe in him and make profession of his name. Well, who cares? Why, why is faith so important? Well, when we talk about faith, that we want to, we're talking about justification, right? We're talking about believing and trusting uh, in what God has done in us and for us. Right, right. That we're that you're justified by faith alone, right? To be justified means uh, essentially that um, by faith, by trust in Christ or dependency on Christ, we are forgiven of our sins and we then are receiving the imputed righteousness of Christ. Mm-hmm. So we are declared to be holy. So we're, we're, clean from our sins and then holy all through the merits of Jesus. That's how you would define um, justification. And so since faith is like the, the key that connects us to God's justifying grace, it's, it really is the step into the kingdom is the step into the the covenant. It's Mm -hmm. faith. That's the condition uh, of entrance into this, into this covenant. And of course it says it in scripture all over the place. Yeah. Romans five, one, uh, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's good, man. Also, uh, Galatians two sixteen. yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. That's, that's a reason that, I mean, we, we, Faith is the the means by which we enter into the family of God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Scripture talks about like you're we're we're made the children of God through this. Yeah, John one. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? I there? snorted. Yeah, that one. What, what's that for? Oh, never mind. Oh, oh never mind. Sorry. Is that I'm a, so used to it. It's an inside joke between you and your other friends? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Allison laughs, and she, oh, she's going to hate this because she actually listens to the podcast. Oh, hey, Allison, you listen. Yeah. yeah. So when she Why don't you mind your business, Allison? <laughs> she gets, this is our time. When she gets really, like, starts laughing, she snorts. And so uh, we start to count it throughout the night. Oh. So one for you. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah. The other thing that it says here is, uh, you know, this idea of profession your profession, um, confessing publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what are we talking about here? Why is that so important? Well, what that is is like what we're called to as a church is the mission of the church, right? Uh, and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. That's from Matthew 24 or even just Matthew 28. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So mission. we have the mission of the church that God has given us to go and proclaim him. Right. Without profession, you can't carry out mission. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it, is, it is the... The good news of the gospel, right, that we do. So um, what we want to do here, we're, we're not going to go any farther. We're not going to go into paragraph four. We just want to recommend some books for you on ecclesiology. And we're both going to equally recommend The Church by Edmund Clowney. Oh, yes. Nobody gets to claim it. Oh. Okay. So now. All right, you can take the next one. I'll recommend Manual of Church Order by J.L. Dagg. That, okay. That'd be a good one to get. Old school Baptist. So Edmund Clowney, new, modern, great stuff. Uh, Pato Baptist, John Dagg. Boom. Baptist, Boom. old school. Love it. Uh, Outgrowing the Ingrown Church by C. John Miller. Really, really good. Super important, especially for established churches. Yep. It's a little yeah, dated. To get, yeah, to get, kind of get, get out of that rut, get out of like 
just the the trench. What, what do you call that? I just said rut. That works fine. Rut. Rut. The trench. The Mariana Trench of uh, the, wait, wait, ingrown. say that again. Mariana. The, the what? The Mariana Trench. You know what it is? I gotta look it up. What? what? Mariana Trench. <laughs> what, 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 what is this? Is this like from seventeen hundred? Yeah, okay, you're, 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 I'm right. The Mariana Trench. Yeah. What do you? What the? It's like the deepest part in the in the of the, of the earth. Like it's in the ocean. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. thank you. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows the Mariana Trench, but you apparently, yeah, apparently, yeah. You start reading wah, wah. Refer- reference stuff. Okay, uh, get that book. I agree with you. Um, I'm really interested in <gasps> the Church of Christ mm, by James that's Bannerman. That's a good one. I have it, but I only peeked at it. I haven't read it yet, but I know it's it's a classic, and I really want to read it. Uh, God redeeming His Bride: A Handbook for Church Discipline by Robert Chiong. Uh, he's awesome. That book is awesome. It's a really good book on discipline. And uh, what is the mission of the church by Kevin DeYoung and Greggy mm. Greg Gilbert? Uh, GG. That's a good Greg one. Greg Gilbert, call him GG. Um, it's a good book. It could be an article. It probably could be a nice lengthy article. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole book, a little repetitive, but very good. We really like it. So I'm down, man. Yeah. I dig it. I don't know. I think uh, if we'll link to all those books in the show notes so you guys can check them out. But we'd also like to hear, like, what books do you think have been most helpful um, on local church, on ecclesiology, and maybe even what are some of the, are there any ministries out there, maybe like Nine yeah. Marks or something that you do like that you think speak to that issue as well? We want to hear what you're recommending and what's benefiting you. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com. <laughs> And grab some gear. Now, Joe, mm-hmm. your books are there. Cheaper than oh, Amazon. Right. Steve McCoy. How did get? Steve put them in there? Yeah, Steve did. Steve took care of it. Steve, Steve's handling stock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him oh. and Deertay have been taking care of it. Oh, you know? we, got, we, got, we, got, we got two. We got two guys. We got so, you two know, guys we got, and, show, and we've got Fresh Pod every Monday and yeah. Thursday. Okay. We got blog posts on Wednesdays. We got a conference coming up in March. So go register uh, later. I'm not, I'm not going. You got to go. 